You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. And now, Side B. Let's talk about Family Feud. Okay, let's do it. Produced by No ID and Jay-Z gets a credit because he slipped in the sample. Um, Beyonce's uh, got some background vocals on here. Um, yep. I'm not really sure how I feel about this beat. Okay. The sample is, I think, pretty good, but I don't really like the execution at all. And we were talking about, so uh, to me, this, I don't understand how this song fits into the album. Cause like, remember that whole, like, <laughs> Jay's bragging all over this. I think it's, um, I think the, it's intentional that Beyonce is on this record. Okay. On a record called Family Feud, because I think the theme of it is, you know what? We had this really bad thing that happened that was my fault, and I own it, and I take 100% responsibility for it. But I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to say like we're good now because I don't know, but we're better than we were, than we were then. So this is almost like a celebration of getting past that or the process of getting past 444. That's what this feels like. Because yeah. I think, because uh, isn't, isn't, uh, spoiler, isn't Bam after this? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So this is almost like the... The transition between 440, 444 and Bam? Yeah, like, it's almost like, all right, yeah, like, this is this was terrible, and now let me get back to my, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got through this, so now I can sort of do what I'm, I'm doing. Let me, let me get back to this. You know right, what I'm saying? Like, right, right. That, that's why it feels like, so I get why Family Feud's on the album. It, it's... It's more so of what it represents versus what he's actually saying. Because, yeah, you're right. He's just like, you know, my family's good. Like, he's kind of sort of bragging a bit, but it doesn't. And look, I mean, I don't care about Jay bragging. I mean, this whole there's more stuff in here about, like, you know, black owned things, black owned champagne. What's better than one billionaire to like. (laughs) I love that Jay thinks the answer is more black billionaires. I love that because it's I mean, the answer is actually just fewer billionaires and more money for regular people, whatever. Like (laughs) Jay, Jay thinks more money is going to save us all. Right. Like, I wonder if we'll ever get to that point in Jay-Z's like evolution as a person. What? Like if Jay becomes a minimalist or something, not even that, like he's just going to keep Like it's what, what's, what's better than 1 billion too. Like it's really is like Jay-Z the hustler. I mean, like all he knows how to do is, is go get money. He's been better at it than anybody affiliated with hip hop arguably ever. Right. Right. And so like more power to him. Like, but for people who point to this and go, yeah, we got to, you know, we should be shot, you know, shopping from black owned businesses or doing this. It's like, look, like if what I get from this is like, yeah, Jay wants like for him and his friends and by friends, I mean, other really wealthy black people. He wants them and the businesses they own to make more money. Like, I don't really find that a compelling argument. Like Jay making money is the same as anybody else making money. Like, I don't really get that, but. Okay, because I've seen a lot of like reaction online and people talking about that. You know what I mean? Like this, and also it's in story of OJ. Like it's these two. It's the, it's it's a, it's this common thread, and I'm just not. I'm like, nah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, I mean, you know, but the rich and wealthy want to get rid of the middle class, but that's a completely different conversation. Um, how did you feel about the way he opens up the third verse? I'll I'll, I'll f up a good thing if you let me let me alone, Becky. Because like. <laughs> First of all, don't blame the hypothetical Becky. <laughs> like, we're one song after he just owned up on everything. And now he's like, yeah, I'll mess up a good thing if you let me. So leave me alone. Like, come on, man. Snatching, snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Oh, man. 
I feel like the Al Sharpton and, and, and Phil Cosby stuff will sound really old in like three years. That's it. That's his Molly twerk. Yeah. How did you feel about this song though? Sounds like you like it. Yeah, I like this record a lot, a whole lot. So that's where am I wrong? What am I missing? Uh, I think you're listening to this album like it's weird. Like, <laughs> I want to say you're listening to it too deep, but I think you you are having a harder time separating Jay Z and Sean Carter. Which I get because Jay's been... There's no separation. It's the same guy. It's totally a separation. (sighs) I don't know. I think the record's dope. Sample's crazy. Um, I think the first verse... My only critique is that the first verse is a little too long. The first verse should have been short. The first verse should have been like 12 bars and then the hook. And then the second verse should have been longer. Right. that's probably my only critique, but I like this record a lot. This record is crazy. That Clark sam- sam- that Clark sister sample is filthy. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. The song is fine. The song is fine. It's fine. I think I sent you some Clark sister stuff before. Let's talk but. about Bam. All right, featuring Damian Marley. So all right. he's like, "F all this pretty Sean Carter, Hove." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't mind this beat. Um, it's minimal drums, but with everything that's going on in, in like uh, melody wise or with, with other sort of things in this beat, like I'm not mad at that. Um, I think Jay's got some decent lines on here and he actually teases us like every so often, like he'll slip into like that old Jay flow for like a line or two before going back to the old, to the, to this new flow. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm not mad at this. I mean, this is, it's not deep. There's nothing major happening here. He's just, it's a song. It's fine. Yeah. But it's, Sounds like you're not as big on it. Yeah, it's all right. It's cool. Um, it's not some. It's there's like to me there's three tiers of J songs on this album. Um, well, there's ones that I really really love. Um, there's records that are they're cool, and then there's records where I'm like, eh. Um, <laughs> this is in that second tier. Mm. Uh, yeah, this is in the second tier. The third tier would be um, uh, was it through the eyes or whatever the song Ca- is. Yeah. Caught their eyes. Oh, they're Ajay. That's that's the third tier for me. Okay. And then Family Feud and Story of OJ and 444 in that upper tier. Really? Yeah. I love those huh. records. Hmm. Okay. You want to talk about Moonlight? That's in the third tier. <laughs> Jay heard Nas album done, right? He heard that song? I'm sure. I mean, I <laughs> uh, this uh, sample idea has been done. Uh, I mean, like, I, don't, I don't hear this and I... I don't even remember Nas' album done to be like, oh yeah, he did rap up. Nah. Oh, see, I thought that song was. Listen, because we didn't talk about. I, we did, but do we? Do we stress how corny that Nas and Travis Scott song is on Khaled's <laughs> album? No, we did. It did. Hearing Jay do this makes that Nas record sound even worse. Why? Because people champion Nas have consistently championed Nas for what Jay is doing on this album. But like Jay's getting all the credit for it was like Nas should have just Nas should just do this similarly. But Nas is doing records with Travis Scott. (laughs) I'm good. Not even good records with Travis Scott because I'm not the right. Oh, you doing records with like nah nah. Embrace the youth. I get embrace the youths. Like rock out. But it's just not a good record. And I heard somewhere where somebody said Nas often does not rap to the version of the beat that you end up hearing, which is really interesting. I'm very curious to know how that works. So he wrote to and recorded to a completely different beat. And then another beat was structured around 
his verses and I don't know, Travis added stuff into that, which kind of makes it even worse. So no, nah, 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 I'm good. Yeah, I'm good on Moonlight. Yeah, the La La Land Moonlight. It's like eh. yeah, the the flow the flow on this record is what gets me. This is like how you feel about the story of OJ. Oh, flow wise, is how I feel about Moonlight. Yeah, you know th- he's kind of in old man mode on this, right? He he tries to use the skirt like sort of noise to talk about a car, except it just sounds weird coming out of Jay's mouth. He talks about you know I, I don't be on the gram going ham. It's like okay, okay. We know. Isn't isn't that a um but doesn't he <laughs> I even feel weird saying it. Doesn't he like skirt um in a uh passive aggressive sort of way? <laughs> I mean similar similar to what I did on it, uh East St. Louis. I mean where where when, when does Jay stop being passive aggressive? Could we <laughs> Yeah, I mean That's kind of his thing. Yeah. I hate what he does with his voice in the second verse here. Um but I actually kind of like the beat, despite the fact that Nas Album Done did this same same idea. Um, I think the song is okay. It's fine. I'm good. You got it. But can we talk about Marcy Me? <sighs> now this beat. Most underrated song on the album. Now we're getting somewhere. Most underrated song on the album. This is the best song on the album. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at you for saying that. I feel like this record, people. Once the smoke clears from 444 and just the overall theme of the album, when people go back, they're going to be like, yo, Marcy Me is a really, really dope record. First of all, this, let's talk about this beat. Because some of the chops on, on this album are a little all over the place, but yep. this this beat is ridiculous. Yep. And Jay is actually rapping on this. Like, he... The flow, like, it's like, oh, wow, Jay's rapping with some urgency. Like, he's not slowing. Like, this is a reminder that Jay can still do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the Jay I want to hear right here. Rap like this the entire album and I'd be a lot happier. Um, you know, it's, it's weird um, that this tempo isn't necessarily like different from everything else on the it's album. It's not. But for some reason, he just goes in. Yeah. Yep. I'm not sure why. But like just right off from the first line, like he's he's thrown like, you know, sometimes rappers can get into trouble when they try to cram too many uh, words into a bar. Jay gets in trouble when he doesn't have enough words in a bar mm-hmm. because then he does that thing like which you referenced before where he's kind of waiting for it and he doesn't really know like Jay's almost at his best like when he's other rappers would like stumble or they'd speed or they do it but Jay has this ability to like it's like, like you know it's weaving in and out of, of the beat and he's actually doing that on here that's his to me that's the Jay-Z like trademark yeah mm-hmm. and so yeah I'm not like this song is I was like yes you know I like Shout out to Terrius on the outro. Uh, I like that yeah, they slowed sure the tempo right. down on the outro. Um, yep. But no, I was like, y- yes. Like, I, what, what, you know, what else do you want me to say? I mean, this is a really dope record. Yeah, this, um, record, is, this record is super tough. Um, and it's weird, right? I mean, Jay, like, if you can get Jay sort of reminiscing, mm-hmm. now you're doing something. It like, tr- yep. it, it triggers something in him. Yep. Yep. I think that's probably why American Gangster was so good, that's right? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't have anything else to add. Um, okay. Just the sample chop along with uh, having um, musicians from Cocaine 80s. Like, yeah. just, that, that marriage just really, really worked. Really, really worked. Yeah, this, this record is super, super dope. Upper tier. Yeah. Like I said, to me, this is my, I mean, this is my favorite on the album. Um, yeah. All right, let's, let's, let's wrap up with a track by track. Let's talk about Legacy. Yeah. Um, <sighs> this is cool. I think I'm partial to this beat just because of the Donnie record. Hmm. Absolutely love that. Don- I absolutely love that Donnie record. Um, 
the chop could have been better, but it doesn't bother me that it's not as good as, you know, I maybe would have hoped that it, it would have been. It's it's not like Smile where I'm like, oh, if you just would have. I, I like the chop. I actually like the chop on here. This The, the Donnie sample is, it's cool. Oh. But to hear and to hear Jay rap about generational wealth and to sort of wrap up like, right. this is, I guess this is what I'm doing it for now. Like this, I have, you know, I have it set in place for what I want to do from here on out. Like, I think this was a good way to end the album. It wasn't like, the, oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I mean, so um, I kind of wish Jay just had more energy. And I, I could say that about most of the album. He's very yeah. subdued. And I'm not saying he needs to be like, you know, I, I, you know, I sleep whole winters, wake up and spit summers on this, but like a little bit more. Um, <laughs> I, I, I actually almost laughed out loud when I heard him quote Glaciers of Ice. I'm not going to lie. I'm sure you did. I'm sure that warmed your heart. Because he said, like, for him to actually say, I've been listening to Wu-Tang, I'm like, all right, now, now just, that, just wait a minute. <laughs> wait just a minute. Um, yeah, I mean... He's got some nice lines in this. There's some parts where his flow dips in and out, in out of the beat, like I've been talking about all, all episode. But again, like the energy isn't all the way there for me. I get why he made the song. I just, the execution is like a B and not an A, if that if that makes sense. It it doesn't, his, his it's such a laid back sample in the way that it's chopped. It doesn't, his energy doesn't bother me and it's not noticeable, noticeable to me the way that it is on a record like, oh my God. Mm. Where he should have came in kicking the door, but he was too cool to sort of like shed his skin. You know what I'm saying? So I like this record. This record is dope. It's like teetering between one and two. Really? Mm-hmm. I like this record. Wow. Yeah, I like this record. I'm, I'm, I think you're going to be surprised because <laughs> it feels like us talking about the album. I haven't stressed how much I love this album. Yeah, so let's just talk overall. Yeah, most of it has been. I think I'm taken <laughs> aback by your posture. Like, wait, what? This is an. This is a decent album. Ah! <laughs> decent. It's decent. <laughs> I. I think oh, everybody boy. has lost their freaking minds. Oh, I'm sitting here God. reading these reviews and checking these takes online, and I'm like, are we listening to the same album? And I realized I just think people value different things, and that's fine. That's why I started our conversation by saying that yeah like you cannot listen i mean i guess for me it's like i can't like listen i've been listening to jay-z for 21 years right right it is really impossible for me to forget about the jay i've heard before sure and so i i just i expect more but even not expecting more like i think i think people are overemphasizing the how quote unquote incredible the production is i think it's good solid production throughout with some highlights but like let's just relax a little bit here the mixing on this album actually i don't find particularly great i um i, I feel i'm half on half these songs i'm like i'm sorry is there supposed to be bass here and i talked about this on twitter but jay doesn't do himself a favor because if you have the title app on your phone it defaults to 96 kilobits per second which is awful so if you've heard this and you haven't checked on, and you've only listened to it on the app on your phone and you haven't gone into your title settings, please, please, please go into your title settings and change the quality to high. I, I, and it's a, it's a, it's a music service that sells itself partially by its sound quality. I'm sorry. Oh my God. Everything to do with title is infuriating, <laughs> completely infuriating. The app is a flaming trash bin. Um, I told you the app wasn't good. It's awful. 
Nobody consumes music that way. When I I've, click on a, when I've gone to an album and I click on a song, why would you now show me a screen that has songs off of other albums that you think I'm going to like? Nobody listens to music like that. It's not like I clicked on a random song off a playlist off something else. I clicked on the album. It's like, oh man. So anyway. <laughs> I, it's always funny when things like irritate you so bad that you like lose. You're like, but, but uh, that's always, that always warms my soul. It's always hilarious. I, look, I think this is okay. So actually let's put this in context of like, let's just talk post-retirement Jay, because I don't think it's fair. He was on, he was on such a, he was on such a roll. Like he released an album a year for seven years, mm-hmm. really eight, I guess. Right. Cause it's, you know, he, his first eight albums came out in eight years. Like, mm-hmm. that's crazy. I'm not going to compare those. Like, if you look at his most recent, if you look at everything he's done since retirement, look, this is not as good as American Gangster. It's not even in the ballpark as American Gangster. But maybe that's harsh. Maybe that's judging unfairly. Um, it's too soon to tell if I'm going to like it as much as, say, Blueprint 3. But to me, like, I'm just not hearing, like, the highlights as much. This is an album that has a lot, like, aside from Caught Their Eyes, which to me is a total skip, everything else on here is fine. But I'm not listening to Jay so I can hear records that are fine. I don't know. I think, and I said this before, like the way in which Jay is aging as a rapper is just so fascinating because I never really thought, like I always thought of it as just a rapper will get old and kind of lose it, right? Jay's losing it in weird ways. In many ways, like an athlete. Like Jay still has his jumper. Jay Jay can still, like the lyrics and the bars that he's putting together, they're there. But Jay can't dunk anymore. Yeah. Except every so often he'll pull it out. Yeah. Right. So you feel like Mar- so you feel like Marcy Me is a dunk. Like right. Marcy Me is a dunk. He's his performance, which matters. Like I, I can't stress this enough. Like I, I maybe I put too much of a value on it, but I feel like people undersell how important the the actual like performance of the rap is. It totally matters. Um, yeah. and in that terms, like Jay can only dunk apparently once or twice an album now. Yeah. Which I. The athlete thing kind of is interesting, but it doesn't kind of make sense because it's not like it's not like Jay is like an aging NBA star who literally can't dunk any often anymore. Like he could, I feel like, rap the same way, but for whatever reason, he doesn't want to. But this is something we see in rappers a lot, right? Like, you know, and actually comparing it to an, an NBA player not being able to dunk is actually, I think that really works because like you see this with a lot of rappers when they get old, right? Yeah. I mean, Busta Rhymes is the exception because Busta Rhymes basically decided he's going to do nothing but dunk, you know? <laughs> Buster Rhymes lost his jump shot. He went the other way. Um, <laughs> Buster Rhymes decided, I'm doing 360s when nobody wants a 360. Yeah. Um, he's, doing three, he's doing 360s when, like, his team is down 20. <laughs> in the exhibition game. Like, yeah. But no. And like, he, scream, he screams after the 360s, like, ah! <laughs> it's like, dude, like, come on. You're playing the, you're playing the Washington Generals. Stop it. <laughs> Right. Right. And so, I, you know, um, this album, you know, uh, unlike it's not like Magna Carta, Holy Grail. There were some records that were they, there was numerous records, especially towards the end where it's just I mean, La, La, La Familia is just so embarrassing. I cannot believe that song made a Jeezy album. Man, that a Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. Jay-Z. Yeah. That the end of Magna Carta is so bad. It falls off so fast. Yeah. Like. And BBC is such a weird record. <laughs> BBC's really clunky. It's like a roller coaster where turns are cool, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's a it's a roller coaster. Then all of a sudden you like hit this really awkward loop and then you pull in. 
You're like, yeah. wait, that's it? Right. And I so, waited. I waited in line for two hours for this ride. What, what do you mean that's it? I, I think the narrative of this album means so much. I think it's difficult to separate this notion of Jay-Z maturing, Jay-Z atoning for his sins, Jay-Z owning up to things. Uh, it's difficult to separate that from the actual execution of the music. And I've probably gone overboard in doing so. But I will say, like listening to this album, it's not like I found myself. I, I, I kind of had to make myself listen to this album. It's not bad at all. Like, it's just there. Mm. Okay. But you really like it. <laughs> How do you... Let me ask you the same thing. So, we'll ignore <laughs> everything before Blackout. Like, start with Kingdom Come, which you are higher on. Yeah. So, where does this fit in the Jay-Z legacy? <laughs> <laughs> to me... <laughs> I'm, I'm holding on to my seat right now. <laughs> you really should. You probably should. To me, this will go down as his fifth classic. <laughs> Hold on. He has four other classics. I've got I've got Reasonable Doubt. Yep. Um, Blackout or not Blackout. Reasonable Doubt. American Gangster and Blueprint. Okay. I understand why people call the Blackout a classic. It's not classic to me, but I get why people say it. Okay. So I don't I don't argue it. So you think this album is on the, that level? Yeah. Yeah. It does. Uh, it's done that for me. It wow. it reminds me. It reminds me of when I heard Good Kid, Mad City, and we talked about it on the show where it's like, you really don't have to give this time. You just know that this album is special. That's how I feel listening to this album. Really? Yeah, I've probably heard this album probably thirty or forty times this weekend. I can't stop listening to it. Huh? Yeah. Like you know, I've talked about and somebody and somebody said this. I mean, I guess they kind of. Saw read between my tweets and saw my excitement. I saw, someone, I, could, I, I saw your excitement. I purposely yeah. didn't say anything because I wanted yeah. us to be able to record the show. Yeah, because <laughs> we would have argued and like not made it to today. Um, and somebody responded was like, "Man, if I, I'm happy to see that an album has finally like um, I don't remember the word he used, but it's met your expectations or just inspired you. That's what he said. I'm glad that you found some music that inspired you." Um, for someone like me who has grown up with and done and who does a lot of quote unquote grown man hip hop, and I hate that term. Nobody who's grown calls themselves grown man. I'm a, like, you might say it in jest, like I'm a grown man, but like I'm not getting my grown man on ever in life. I'm just, I'm just an adult. You putting it some Scooby-Doo's on? Yeah, no Scooby-Doo's. Those are shoes, by the way. Not at all. But I've always done and preferred a more mature style of hip hop. Um, and so, you know, I've, my favorites all do mature hip hop. Sky Zoo, um, um, Ken, uh, not Kendrick. Um, um, Fonte is one of my favorites as well. So I, I, I get that. And, I, and like I said earlier, I'm not upset that this is happening from Jay because it needed to happen from Jay in order for people's ears to sort of peek in that direction, like, okay, so what else is there? So for me as an artist, I'm like, well, shoot, the floodgates are wide open. Now people can hear my album. You know what I'm saying? So as an artist, I'm happy, but just as a person, like, I needed to hear this from Jay. This is, to me, this is, to me, if he doesn't do another album after this, I'm good. This is what, this closing the chapter of your career with the what you tell or what you do with this album thematically in terms of, this is where I am right now. Family man, my wife and I going through real stuff. 
I can still do the whole stuff if I need to. It's still there. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not quite what it was, but he's 47 and he's been rapping since 96. Like it kind of, it is what it is. Um, this is what I needed to hear. Like I needed this album. I needed it. And I'm so glad that it's, it's, uh, it's available or that it happened because it just encouraged me as an artist and it just encouraged me as a, as a hip-hop connoisseur because I honestly, Doc, I thought I was going crazy because I don't like what everybody else likes. So, you know... That's we, how I we feel did, this weekend. Yeah, so, we, so we're doing like... We did the WrestleMania 13 uh, double turn. So, you know, with uh, Bret Hart and Steve Austin, like you became a face and I became a heel. Where like people thought that you were just like, how does Doc say these things? And now everybody's like, yeah, Armand, you're crazy. Doc has it right. Like that happened. And so I'm like listening to this music. I'm listening to Damn and I'm listening to stuff that everybody likes, that my, my peers like, that people are just like, yo, why don't you? And I'm like, why don't I like this record? Am I crazy? Damn, and, it, damn is so far above this album. It's kind of like just not even, no. Damn is not a good album at all. And I will sit on that like till the day. It's just not there. It's not not even not there for Kendrick. It's just not a good album. It's better musically. It's better lyrically. It's better performance. Nah. Okay. You know, I'm sure. Um, Damn doesn't do it for me. So like I needed this to to see to to tell myself I'm not crazy. And so. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got. I, uh, so I'm going to say the dumb thing, but I need to say it because it kind of matters. Does it? So it doesn't bother you that this album doesn't have a single banger on it. To me, it has bangers on it. What? What song bangs on? It? Nothing. I just, I just laid. I just what? named them. Ba- so okay, wait. Let's define a banger. Yeah, let's we... please. There's What's nothing a, on here that sounds good in the car for starters. Bam this is a he- this is a headphone album. It is. Okay, which is Jay- weird. Which is weird for a Jay Z album. For, it's weird for Jay Z, but it's interesting. Like. As as introspective as this album is to, you know, it's almost like, well, did he write all this in his head? Because this is a lot because I didn't even say this about 444, the song. It just sounds like he's just unpacking thoughts and he's realizing like, oh, and I did this, too. Oh, man, I did this, too. So it's like it's scattered. But I love the feel of it because it's like he's just it's the Kaiser Soze moment. Like now you're realizing like, oh, shoot. He was making up all this stuff on the wall. Spoiler alert if you've never seen The Usual Suspects. <laughs> um, but I think like Bang sounds Bang sounds good in the car. If, um, if that's what you're pointing to as the good in the car record, we're all in deep trouble. And that I sounds family, dumb, but actually, I mean, I kind of value that in, in music. I think I think um, Family Feud sounds good in the car, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Marcy Me sounds good in the car, too. Marcy Me doesn't sound bad in the car. I, I don't mind that one. But I don't know. Like, <sighs> Yeah. Yeah, I don't... <sighs> I think I've gotten so many bangers from Jay to see like stripped down old man Jay finally. Because what I said is like 444 is what Kingdom Come was supposed to be in terms of I'm old now. This is my life. I'm embracing it. Kingdom Come was 30s, the new 20. <laughs> I, I, listened, was- I listened to every song on Kingdom Come. God bless you. Oh, my goodness. And I'm not. And yeah, like just conceptually, like. I still say the first half of that album is solid um, and it just kind of tails off at the end, except for Minority Report and Beach Chair. But those two records didn't really age as well um, as much as I liked them when they were out. But like he really wanted to be or he 
he wanted to believe that he was mature, but he wasn't ready to let go of some of those things. He wasn't, it takes a level of humility and um, like you just have to have sort of a peace with where you are in order to embrace being older. I actually was having a conversation with my pastor about this um, like two or three days ago, just about being a father figure, a spiritual father, him not being that old of a person. It took him a while to get there because he's like, people are telling him like, you're like a spiritual father to me. You're my spiritual father. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm 36. What do you mean I'm a spiritual father? But now that he's older, his kids are in college. He's got a couple grays. Like now he's like, okay, it's easier for him to embrace. I think Jay now having three kids well into his marriage with his wife. I'm sure he's got the man boobs in the gut. Like things are just different. He looks old in the face and not typical Jay-Z old in the face, but like he just looks he looks 47. Right. So there's just oh, there's just things that happen with your life where you're just like, all right, okay, okay. His back probably hurt. <laughs> it was uh, he's like gonna start, he's, he's going to start getting AARP magazines in three years. Like, Yeah, yeah. He looks weird when he dresses younger. It's to the point now where he's like got on, a, got on his Dr. Dre so he's just wearing all black with white sneakers. <laughs> Because that's like the only old man. Because, okay, so let's talk about old man, and I want to talk about touring too. Hold on. Before we do that, I just want to say one thing real quick. I, I don't sure. disagree with you at all about this notion of like, it's it's fantastic to watch Jay-Z mature. But like, I just, to me that like, I, I mean, first principles with music is like, is the music good? Like, yeah. are the beats good? Are yeah. they, is he, does it sound interesting? Is he rapping well? Are the lyrics put together in an interesting way? Is he saying clever stuff? Do I, does it make me want to go back and hear it? Are the hooks catchy? Cause that matters. Like, and the story of it or like the bigger picture for Jay, this is going to sound really cold. That comes after all of that to me. Mm-hmm. And that's my problem here because on this album, that all comes first. Yeah. And it, and so if, if you approach music the way I do, which I'm not saying is the way everybody should, then all of a sudden, my problems with this album hopefully make a little bit more sense. But you were going to say about Jay being old and going on tour. Um. Yeah. I, I, well. Yeah. We talk about tour because I wanted to. Talk, I, I first wanted to talk about um, who else has matured in hip hop? Who else? Who else have we watched grow up in hip hop? Is is LL the only other rap? LL and Nas that are kind of like the only ones that have made it out. I don't want to say unscathed, but no, LL definitely made it made it out scathed. Like he's he's done. But is Nas the only one? And Nas had to have like two or three comebacks. Well, this is really interesting. Two, com- two comebacks. So let me sort of shift off this real quick, but I think it's sort of relevant. Like when we talk, when people say like, this is grown man hip hop, right? So 808s and Heartbreaks mm. is staggeringly personal. Yeah. But Kanye never gets credit for like, quote unquote, being a grown man on that or for burying his soul really. The way that I've heard people respond to this album, you would have think that a rapper would have never done something like this before in their life. Am I crazy by by by, by drawing that comparison? I think because it is, it's Jay. <laughs> this is I just so what? But no, that makes the difference. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm that saying makes, so what? I mean, I I mean, because I, I say so what? But I acknowledge you're right. Like it's clear that the larger hip hop community clearly goes, yeah, but it's Jay. He's Cuddy. <laughs> He's Cuddy. He's Cuddy. He's gonna start training kids in the in the gym. He had a chance. What, what album? What album was him um, trying to? You know, when he when he came out and he was the muscle and he was gonna shoot the kid and he didn't. I mean, that's, what album was that? That might be Kingdom Come. 
Man, that, that might be Watch the Throne. <laughs> I don't know what that was. But he had that moment where he's like, maybe I still got it. And then it's like, ugh, I can't even. And now he's he's cr- training kids at the gym and mentoring them. He's cutting. And, and, and getting meals from other moms. Yeah, yeah meals. <laughs> meals, yep. He's getting, a, he's getting a plate of barbecue brought over. Yep, yep. That's what it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so who? So I guess it's weird because there's really no barometer on maturing in hip hop at this level. Well, and here's an interesting thing. Or like, is there? Well, Jay's also just made, this is 13 albums now. Yeah. And he didn't have to make this album. Yeah, right, right. I think that's. I think that also plays into it as well because we didn't even talk about, yo, Zaytoven, Mike Will. Like these are producers that he was rumored to have worked with. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So we were expecting the last time we heard Jay was, uh, I got the keys, right? And everybody was like, this is. Even though I'm, I don't hate that record as much as everybody else does, but like everybody thought we were gonna get Magna Carta too, mm. based off of that record. And then you know, Drug Dealers Anonymous was cool. It was dope, but. We were expecting the former more than the latter. Right, 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 right. So I think that plays into it as well. It threw everybody off. Mm, because yeah, I would we were agree expecting with that. one thing and got something totally different. And for some of us, we've been wanting Jay to do this for years. Jay to do what? Rap at this with this level of maturity. Okay. Um, take some take some leadership and not blatantly follow trends as he's done. Yeah, I'll, think- I'll, I'll give him credit. Like there's there's just no trend hopping here at all. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Are we done talking about uh, maturing in hip hop? I think so. I think so. Okay. So now let's talk about tour and then then we can wrap it up. Does he tour this album? And if so, how? So he could pull a a American gangster. So after Made in America, right, that would be the interesting time for maybe a key video for a song off here. And then you announce the 444 like very intimate tour, right? Like where it's just like a small thing, very exclusive, um, you know. If he's smart, he actually wrote that into the Sprint title partnership. Maybe they underwrite it, so you just make money no matter what. But I could see oh. him doing like the American gangster style thing. But like yeah. when he yeah. plays Made in America, he'll do some records off here. But because it's new. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I mean, just do we really want to hear 444 played at a festival? Exactly. Um, exactly. I mean, he'll, this, he'll this is the great thing about seeing Jay live. Hopefully, which is like you get all the Jay hits. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it, I would actually like. Be fascinated to see like the difference between what you and I would pick as a Jay Z festival set. Never mind just us trying to be nerds. Be like, yo, what if you play the extended version of? Never mind that. But like, yeah. you know, is he gonna sit there and be like, I'm gonna play Tom Ford? And it's like, oh my god. I mean, Tom Ford might sound alright live. No, listen, I I, I listened yeah. to that in the car the other day, and I was like, all right, Tom Ford kind of knocks. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, the song is dumb. Yeah, the song is dumb. I mean, come on, man. He does a pop Molly. He rocks Tom Ford. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I I yeah. First of all, first of all, at the Clock Radio Speakers Festival, if we got Jay to perform <laughs> and we got to choose his set, like that would be the worst. That would take up all of our time. <laughs> we would get nothing else planned because we would spend days and weeks trying to figure out what Jay records we wanted him to perform. No, I think we could figure that out. I think we'd be okay. Man, listen. Because we'd be like, yo, you have to open with early this morning. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, I mean, look, I would, you know. Well, we have, have we done, we haven't See? done, a, we haven't done a Jay-Z Definitive 15 yet, have we? We might have to next week. <sighs> just, just That's a, not a bad I idea. Just, so the question is, do we try to bring someone on? I, uh, I think we should. Okay. 
Right now, there are, there are like five people screaming, <laughs> "Me, pick me!" I've and I've and two names immediately jumped to mind. Two friends of the show who haven't been on the show in a while mm. immediately jumped to mind. So we might have to bring on. Maybe we do multiple guests. Maybe I don't know. But we'll yeah, a, 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 a J Definitive Fifteen would be super interesting. But um, yeah, so what J performs live this summer? I mean, I don't know. I think you'll get some of the hits. I think you'll get some of the new stuff. Um, but yeah, some of these records, I just don't even know how you would do it live. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, let me ask. I mean, I, obviously, we're not really in the era of singles. Like in terms right. of like something gets pushed to make a video. Like, does anything here pop off on radio? You think, bruh? Um, so this week, you know, they they did the whole thing where yeah. Radio is playing the whole album. I've heard Family Feud and Bam more times than I uh, would like to like admit. To admit. I, I yeah. think the fact that caught their eyes isn't catching on is a big. Uh... <laughs> Cause no, cause right. No. If that song were better, you could see how that might work. Yeah. Yeah. And I get why Frank's on the, and we've got to say that I, I get why Frank's on the album. Um, just for, you know, Frank is doing what Jay represents on this album, just in terms of ownership. Cause Frank owns himself musically. Mm. So I get why he's on the album, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't but, um, yeah. And, and you know, what's funny. I saw some IG stories from some people I followed that, that were in the club last night and uh one person in particular was in a spot and they played bam twice yeah i mean this is the first so, weekend like let's see where we end up right right right. but what i'm saying is is like bam is clearly the single but it also made me realize you know what i don't know if i can pick singles of club records in 2017 i ain't been in a club in like 10 years <laughs> maybe it's just not my thing anymore i don't mm. know but does a does another record because the good thing about it is that a record like the story of OJ totally fits as a video. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, okay, I get it. So now in, in a world where there's absolutely no videos being played on television, people aren't even watching TV, you just need some sort of visual, um, and the visual doesn't have to fit within the standards or the, the theme of uh, MTV, a BET, a VH1. You just throw it on YouTube, Vivo, or in Jay's case, Tidal. Um, you can make a video for anything on this album. I mean, you could do. He can most, go. Go ahead. <laughs> the most ridiculous video possible would be 444. There's no way he does that. The, nothing more like. So let's see. Uh, if they, nothing would would possibly get more title subscriptions back up than a hyped video for 444. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Now, now. There's been rumors of a 444 movie because of the right, the 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 skits or whatever. So yeah, I mean, movie. I don't know. I, if it were something along the lines of what Kanye did for Dark Twisted Fantasy, I could see that. Right, right, right. Sure. I don't think it, yeah, you still haven't ever watched that, have you? I was just about to say I still haven't watched. Oh my god! <laughs> Leave me alone, man. You should actually watch that. I watch it. Um, I've got I've got a study for midterms this week, and my kids are with my father this week, so I've got a little bit of time. Okay. Okay. Um, what was I gonna say? That um, he could do. Honest, I feel like a video for Smile might work. It might be a little same lovey. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We didn't even talk about how Macklemore is back. We didn't. Without Ryan Lewis. Without Ryan Lewis. They split. Yeah, they split. And what did he do? He's got a record that sounds like a Ryan Lewis sounds song. Sounds like a Ryan Lewis song. Ryan Lewis just got so mad when he heard that. Yeah. It, yeah. That I, we got to I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't, we should probably do a catch. I know. We should probably do a catch up episode, but like, I kind of don't want to, cause I haven't listened to anything else. No, it's all good. It's all good. We always, I mean, it sounds like a Macklemore record. That's all I got to say. 
Yeah, it does. It does. I man, I, f- I feel bad for Mac Lamar. I really do. Why? And, and you know, I mean, hyphen friend of the show. You know, cape capes, and I don't mean cape in a disrespectful term, but he really like pulls for him and is like, "Yo, he's the nicest guy in the world," right. and he he his intentions were good. And I feel like I feel like he was genuine and sincere in the text message. He was genuine and sincere um, with um, uh, what did he do that made it the the one record about. Uh, oh, Black right. Lives Matter and right, stuff. Right. I feel like he was sincere. It I was just too. like it was just bad execution, right? And I could, I, you know, I, and I think people kind of wanted him to lose because he was so successful right out the gate. So I think people were like, "All right, get out of here." And people wanting you to win or lose really matters, right? I mean, it's, it's arguably why the Jay Nas beef turned out the way it did. It's 100%. why I feel like people want people wanted Jay to atone. They wanted him to be to 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 turn that corner, and that is the narrative of this album. I feel like that matters in people's reception to it. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. I agree. I agree. It, it's again, it was what it met everybody's expectations that they didn't know that they had for a Jay Z album. Eh, speak for yourself. <laughs> for those of us who like and love the album, that that plays into it. <laughs> Just shaking my head over here. Uh, I'm very curious to know what our listeners, oh my because goodness. we are I so. T- it, I can tell you right now, they're all going to think I'm crazy. It's it's amazing um, because normally when the general consensus is that an album is great, we almost always fall in line. But this is the second time this year that we've been drastically apart because we, we were far apart on Damn and now we're far apart on 444. I feel like you're farther apart on Damn than you were when we listened to it even. Yeah, I am. I feel like the internet's adopt, like sort of ability to spin off uh, conspiracy theories and everything else surrounding Kendrick's music has turned you off from his music in a very real way. Yeah, it has. Mm, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Damn's not perfect, but there are incredible songs in there. <laughs> and and, and low-key, the SZA album might be the best album of the year still. I still need to listen to uh, her volume two. I still need to listen to, um, yeah, I still need to listen to her. Yeah. I don't know. Her, SZA's got the album of the year? I don't know. SZA album's pretty good. I mean, when did, it, when did, uh, when your man, when did your man Bruno come out? Did he come out last year? Yeah, last year. Was it last year? Yeah, came out like November. Okay. All right. Bruno album's pretty good. I haven't heard it since we did the show, but I'm going to agree with you. Like, yeah, it was, it was good. Probably because I, never mind, whatever. <laughs> um, um, and actually, you know, more life is not bad. More life's not bad. I like more life than I like this album. Oh, there are songs I want to listen that I want to go back and listen. Like, <laughs> it, it's really interesting. Even okay, so even this because we need to talk about this. So Drake, God, how far are we into this show? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> okay, so Drake has long been the bear my soul rapper guy. Sure, right. And he gets killed for it. Ah, you're you're a pretty boy. You're light skin. You're too emotional. Like really dumb reasons that people use to disregard his transparency in music. Mm-hmm. Does Jay doing 444 make transparency cool? And what does Drake do to follow that? Because Drake's transparent records, just like Drake's hippity hop records, like they're starting to run into each other. They're just all done, like for the most part, really well. So we give him a pass, but what does that what does that look what does that look like from here on out in terms of transparency and even in men? Because we didn't even talk about Jay 
subtly drops that he goes to therapy. So there's like little hints of mental health in here, themes that men largely reject hard. And now you've got one of the most influential um, figures in popular culture being transparent. And even in the in the Lemonade movie, when him and Beyonce were like cuddling up and being affectionate and stuff, like he was getting chastised for that. It's like, what? Man can't cuddle with his wife? Are you serious? Is that what we are? Like, is does this change the narrative of, does this help more men sort of just be honest where they are? Or do you feel like, because maybe like your wife doesn't feel like Jay was being uh, sincere, does it just kind of, some people do it and some people don't? I don't think I have an actual appreciation for the influence that Jay-Z might have on men to answer that question properly. Because at, gotcha. face, va- at face value, I, I sit there and just sort of go, that sounds ridiculous to me. Sure. But maybe it's not. Um, right. And music can impact people in powerful ways. I don't want to, I don't want to denigrate that at all. Right. Like if somebody listens to this and goes, man, I got to get my life together. If Jay can do it, I can do it. Like if that, if that means something to somebody, like more power to them for real. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. Sure. but I don't know. Like I don't see, <sighs> I, there have been a lot of Jay albums where afterwards we've asked the question, oh, is this going to be the new trend? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What was the last trend that Jay-Z said? <laughs> Just the way you asked that is hilarious. Um, last trend that Jay said. I need, to play, the, I need to play the Jeopardy music in the background right now. That's a great question. Okay, so we're, it's weird because when most people talk about Jay trends, they immediately go to button-ups. That's the last one. That might be the last one. Right, because he tried on uh, Blueprint 3 with Death, Death of that. Autotune and Off That. And both of those, I mean, the fact that he made a song called Death of Autotune is actually really hilarious. But Death of Autotune kind of worked. For who? A lot of people that were using Autotune. Uh, Autotune, it, it, which, it is, which is so it, prominent now that it's everywhere. Well, it for a while, it changed the public perception of Autotune. And it kind of shut T-Pain down for a little bit. It did. It did. It did. It didn't kill it, but it, it hit it. Eh. But it was one of those things where like Autotune was, people were already tired of it. People and were Jay tired of like, T-Pain. People were tired. T-Pain was auto-tune. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't agree. I mean, I don't know. T-Pain was auto-tune. So I don't know. Um, what else are we talking about? <laughs> there's so, what, many, there's what, so many stories what, that this album like, what, brings what, up. What trend? I mean, so what was the last trend that Jay said? Okay, yeah. Last trend was, um, um, yeah, it might be button-ups. Do, and do, then, pe- do people care about watches or art? Because he's tried there. Well, remember... Um, <laughs> Um, hip hop started going to Art Basel like within the last few years. All right, let, let me let me Bas- let me Basquiat. let me let me back up. Outside of Jay's friends <laughs> who are rich artists, what no, no, trends no. has Jay set? No, 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 no. Like, dude, Art Basel was largely this. From from what I'm told, Art Basel was largely this like snooty, sure, uh, artsy fartsy, fake hipster festival, and now it's like Memorial Day weekend in Miami. It's still kind of a hipster festival, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I've heard stories about. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let me chill. <laughs> How about this? Like music, like, I mean, just, I don't know. The idea of Jay really setting trends, it it's something he did when he, when, you know, when he was younger all the time. Yeah. Sometimes he would be like perfectly riding that wave, mm-hmm. right? Like he would kind of see what was coming and then put the Jay-Z thing on it. And all of a sudden he's setting it. People think setting the trend means that you came up with the trend. Not the same thing. 
Right. Jay didn't invent button up t button up shirts. <laughs> <laughs> button up t shirts. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Right. He didn't. Right. So, you know, he didn't invent the idea of a rapper using soul samples on an album. Right. Right. Uh, he did, he didn't invent a lot of things, but he definitely set a lot of like music trends. I mean, the idea of like being openly emotional. I mean, look at, I, I mean, honestly, like Jay's following a trend there. Like, do you know what the kids, the, like the kids, quote unquote, are listening to EXO tour life and that kind of openly being honest, hmm. right? Like that, that, that's Drake, tra- that, is that transparent to them? I'm, and I'm really asking. Yeah, I mean, what he's talking about. I mean, that that is that is a level of. I mean, I don't really like that song, but like what he's talking about, and honestly, like in a re- very real sense, like not just aesthetically, but in, in in terms of talking about stuff, not mature, but being open, because there's a difference. And Jay tries to be both in this album, and I want to separate that out. Not mature, but in terms of being quote unquote open, Kanye and Drake set those trends. You know nine and eight years ago respectively and we've got a whole generation now that's come up on that um i don't disagree i think i wonder if kanye was hmm because would again with drake people would dismiss drake because of his appearance his past whatever whatever kanye is really weird because on one hand you bring up 808s yeah. and i think 808s is a is a different type of landscape sure. it's like and and so people can dismiss um his transparency on that record because it's such a depressing album. I don't think 444 is depressing at all. The song is really heavy and the song's really heavy, but it's not depressing. Right. Um, but then later on, Kanye, I mean, Kanye's transparent on Life of Pablo. He's transparent I mean, Dark on Twisted Dark Fantasy, Twisted Fantasy. Right? I mean, right, like, uh, uh, Runaway. Runaway, right, 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 right. Blame, Blame Game. Blame Game. Like, yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. But Kanye's not Jay-Z. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So you know you're I right. Mean, you're right. Right. Kanye's yeah, had so better what, albums than Jason. Well, so, no, just I, sorry, uh, I, I had to slip that uh, in. But it's like okay, so yeah, but it's Jay and Jay's known for trends, and Jay is Kanye doesn't. Kanye has a lot of sons, but Kanye hasn't embraced being a dad yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like so, it it's different in the sense of. Because, I mean, Drake's a son of Kanye. You know what I'm saying? But then, in some instances, Kanye pulls a lot from Drake. It's Their, their, their relationship is really interesting. Sure. Um, but Jay is like, as we talked about earlier, he's a father to a lot of people. So how... I mean, he's I don't a, know, man. I mean, to our generation. Right. Okay. I agree. Okay. I agree. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not disputing that. It's just, man... I don't know, man. I, I'm just very curious to see where it goes from here. And then just, again, either, even other artists who will do similar albums. Like, is this going to be a trend now? Are rappers going to start being more honest? I mean, shoot, Big Big Sean's transparent. And he's not like bare my soul transparent. He's like faux transparent, but it's still a, a, a level of transparency. So I don't know, man. Man, I you know, I just think everyone's everyone listened to Walking Contradictions. I appreciate the streams. And they said, you know, this is where I'm going. Man, look. <laughs> Say, I don't appreciate the streams because I get like twenty dollars every two months off of that album. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't. Again, I don't want to toot my. I don't want to toot my horn. But you know, there's been a lot of. I've gotten a lot of text messages and, and a few tweets on that. Like, you know, 
your album and you've been doing this already and whatever, whatever. And that's cool. That's great. But I don't know. It's just interesting, man. All right, man. Anything else you want to say? <laughs> I just read your tweet. That's <laughs> it. Nah, yeah, I think I think we're done. I think we're done, man. We've we've done enough. So thank thank, thank God. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, we didn't talk about anything else. Thank God. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode. Uh, use the hashtag Hardcore Speakers or just hit us up at CRS Podcast and let us know what you think. Um, specifically, do you like the album? Do you not like the album? Is it somewhere in the middle? Um, I suspect most of our of our listeners are going to be more on your side of the spectrum, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm optimistic. We'll see. Um, but I appreciate everybody for listening. Um, and yeah, Armand, you got anything people need to be looking out for? Or anything coming up? No, I was going to drop another single, but I've been so busy. I didn't get a chance to sort of deal with the logistics and semantics, but new music soon. Um, happy 4th of July to everybody. Uh, get very fat on barbecue this weekend. Be safe out there. And uh, yeah, we'll yep. see you guys. What's uh, your, what's week. your, what's your barbecue plan this weekend? You got anything? Um, my father invited me. He gets a cabin every year and oh. takes all the, all the grandkids up and they all sort of hang out and stuff. Um, he, and he's going to barbecue and cause normally we go to Detroit and we hang out with him there, but the, the can or the cabin is here in Ohio. So I might go holler at him. I know I'm supposed to be hanging out with, uh, some of my little sisters were supposed to have like brunch. So I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I love the way you said brunch, brunch. You're going to have some, uh, bottomless mimosas. No, man. <laughs> bottomless mimosas. <laughs> That's a thing with brunch, man. I have strawberry lemonade. That's about as at, far. At least as I have can. the Bloody Mary, man. Come on. Nah, man. I don't do any of that stuff, man. I'm out the game. Out the game. I'm. I'm. I'm mostly out the game too. Uh, yeah. I'm going. What are you to, I'm going tomorrow. Uh, took off from work. <laughs> this is this is me being an old suburban guy. Got to mow my yard tomorrow, so I'm mowing my yard. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, because it keeps you know it keeps uh, storming at night, so I wake up and the grass has been wet. So I'm like, I'm hoping holds off. Get out there tomorrow before it's too hot. And then, no, I'm going to one of my close friends. Uh, he's got a new place, so he's having a bunch of people over. I got to go pick up, uh, like, some watermelon or some some fruit or something like that. From that, that that'll be my contribution to bring. But okay, cool. Other than that, yeah, you know, it's a good weekend. Hope everybody has a has a good weekend. Uh, this will, you know, everybody's uh, uh, hopefully a bunch of people. You'll be listening to this as you're driving to a barbecue or something else. So everybody have a yep. have a good Fourth of July weekend, and uh, we will maybe probably be back next week. We'll see. <laughs>